Tuning into the OTH podcast with your host, fitness and sports performance trainer. That is me, Coach Jay. Uh, this is where we talk about everything sports and what it takes to take your performance to the highest level. Okay, and this 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 show today was brought to you by Corey Cryo, uh, the number one athletic recovery facility in the IE. Uh, this is where all you athletes uh, can go for all your recovery needs, pre-game, post-game, and just to get your your body feeling good. Okay, this is where they have cryotherapy. That's the uh, natural nitrogen gas uh, co-therapy, uh, vibration therapy, and hot sauna treatment, and much more. Check them out on IG, uh, and that's Corey Cryo uh, with two Ks, and uh, Facebook Corey Cryo, and go to their website CoreyCryo.com. Okay, so today is episode five. Woo! And the title of this episode is Raising the Bar High, okay? I have my guest, uh, student-athlete Eleonora, I'm going to butcher it, I know I am, Omergi? (laughs) Omergi. Okay, I was was almost close, okay? Uh, But just to let you guys know that she's a a big inspiration to say the least. Um, uh, she's a daughter, student athlete who majors in bio, right? Bio. We're going to dive into that. Don't worry about it. She's also an elite track star, right? She's uh, accomplished a lot, um, in, in a short period of time. And honestly, I think the best is yet to come. Welcome to the show. L. I call her L people. You guys can call her. (laughs) Yeah, you can call me. Thank you so much for the introduction. It was amazing. Absolutely. And thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. You are so dope on so many levels and you're an inspiration. I truly mean that. Um, and for all you listeners that are, are, you know, not following me on IG, I advise you guys to do that. That's Coach JB underscore. That's J-A-Y-B as in boy underscore. And uh, you're going to see a lot of uh, cool things that's going to be going on in the near future. So, L. What is your origin story? Okay, so I'm 22 years old, and um, I was born in Italy, but my parents are from Nigeria. They moved to Italy roughly 30 years ago, and uh, yeah, my family is really huge. My dad um, is polygamous, so he has more than one wife, and he actually has five wives, so yeah. So I'm the youngest of 17 siblings, and... uh, yeah, it sounds crazy, but it's really not. We just, you know, we just a large family. Right. And um, yeah, I lived my whole life in Italy, but two years ago, I decided that I needed something different, and um, I wanted to follow my passion track, and uh, you know, further my education, and decided to go to the states. And what made me take this decision was that. I was a point in my life where I needed something new because um, I just felt like I was slept on so much. And no matter what I did, no matter how good I was, it wasn't enough. So I really felt like I needed 
new energy, new people. And uh, yeah, that just happened to be here in the States. Wow. Like, let, let's back up. Um, for you to have a big family dynamic like that and to accomplish what you've accomplished is astounding, to say the least. So I, I think, you know, I have so many questions I want to dive into with you, L. Um, I think what you've accomplished so far is crazy and the yet the best is yet to come. So if you guys don't know what she's accomplished, like, I mean, this is a champion right here. Um, you know, <laughs> she has records, right? You know, what? like, let them know, like, what you've accomplished, you know? What have you accomplished as far as, like, your track uh, career? So okay, so <laughs> um, I won some junior national championship in Italy. Then um, I represented my country at World Juniors, um, European Championship, Junior European Championship. And then um, I came to FSU and uh, I broke the FSU indoor high jump record. Wow. And, you know, I'm planning on beating some more. <laughs> wow. Wow. Like, you you just don't get to be a world champion, like, you know, by chance. Like, you have to put in the work, right? So, I, I congratulations to you and all all of your accomplishments. Uh, it's, it's really amazing. And you're, you're such an inspiration. Um, but your, your major is bio. How do we get to, to, uh, to be a bio major? Um, I don't know. I just feel like I'm a science person. I'm a math person. I love math. And, um, I don't know. I just like everything science related. Um, and, um, I feel like it was the right major for me because, um, I don't know. I don't, I really don't like anything like history and social science things. I just like, um, to know, I don't know. I, I just, I just need to know what's behind the thing. You need, you you know, need just facts. Go. You need answers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I chose biology and, um, I'm taking some requirements for for PA school right now because that's the end. That's the move, huh? That's the move. Okay. Dope. L, how many languages do you speak? Okay, so I speak Italian, I speak English, and uh, I speak Nigerian, Fijian English. What? Man, you're ahead of the game. You know, I'm going to ask you, (laughs) hey, hey. I try, I try. Speak some uh, Italian for us. For the listeners out there, because I don't think they believe you. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know. What do you want me to uh, say? <laughs> I'm going to put in work this year. Um, lavorerò duro questo Boom! Anno. Like that. Woohoo! Yeah, like that. <laughs> like that. Uh, let's see. El, who is the most influential person in your life? Um, okay, so my sister Erica, I think she's the one who shaped me the most. And I mean, I don't want to say she's my favorite sister, but, she's but your favorite. in a way, she kind of is. Yeah, she is. And I say this because um, growing up, I really wanted to be like her. I used to do whatever she was doing. And she made me start running track because she was doing it too. So I was like, I have to do it too. 
So I really want to be like her. Um, but basically, you know, when you're 14, 15, 16, when you're just trying to be you and I was just trying to be me, uh, it almost felt like a competition because she was just so good at everything she did that uh, the bar was just so high. And um, I felt like sometimes I couldn't measure up to those standards, you know. So our relationship was just so important for me because when I realized that um, I wasn't competing with her, but I was competing with me and, you know, trying to be a better version of me every day, that's when I realized that, yes, she was my role model, but uh, I needed to find my own greatness. And when, you know, when this clicked in my mind, then we grew stronger. Wow. So, so shout out yeah. to your sister, Erica. Uh, you the real MVP because uh, that there's a saying like, you know, you are the average of uh, the five people you hang around uh, with the most. And it seems like, you know, she helped, you know, uh, help you like level up, like, you know, athletically, academically, like she was, she was your idol and, you know, you, we need those Mm -hmm. examples in our lives to go to the next level. So shout out to Erica for being an inspiration for Elle and many others, I'm sure. Um, and it's crazy because a big family like that, you can get lost, you know what I'm saying? You can get lost in translation. Um, and and how everything flows. So it sounds like you guys have a a good family dynamic. Uh, So I think that's very, very important uh, for student athletes. So um, what, let's see, what would you tell your younger self, um, knowing what you know now, what would you tell your younger self? So now I still struggle with uh, finding, you know, making time for myself. Mm -hmm. So I would tell her that she needs to make time for herself no matter how many things she has to do, no matter how many things she has going on, because it's really easy to um, get lost, you know? So yeah, I would need to make time for herself and just relax sometimes, you know, life, you know, must be fun, has to be fun. It's not just work and work and work. So she just needs to take a minute, you know, stop breathe and relax and know that everything's going to be fine if she just, you know, keeps doing whatever she's doing. And um, I would tell her that she doesn't have to please everybody, but she needs to respect everyone. And I say that because um, people say I'm a nice person, I'm a kind person. And uh, what I saw, what I experienced is that um People take advantage of this. You know, they think you're kind, they think you're nice, and they think this is your weakness. I mean, I don't think it is. That's just the way you are. That's what that's who I am. Um, but yeah, people take advantage of it. So I would tell her that not everyone deserves her kindness. She needs to, you know, learn to distinguish who deserves her time, her energy. And uh she needs to be surrounded by people who, you know, who are trying to make her better. I, I think that's that's so for all you student athletes, uh, you younger student athletes um, that are coming up. I, I think, you know, males and females can take a lot away from that, uh, a lot of a lot of nuggets from that and apply it to your life um, and listen to yourself. You know, be self-aware, have self-awareness mm-hmm. of who you are. Right. and you know, uh, yeah. 
takes you you'll learn more about that when you take time for yourself. So I think that's that's awesome. A great tangible tip that you just gave out to the listeners out there. Um, yeah, and I also want to say that especially for athletes, um, it's very easy to um, become your sport because you feel like your performance defines the person you are. But it's not like that. You're not your sport. You are a person first. And then, of course, you're an athlete, you know. And then maybe later on, you're going to be some something else. But whatever you do, you know, the activity you do is not who you are. So if you win, if you lose, if you have a bad day, it's not a measure of your worth as a person. Wow. Did you hear that? You guys better jot down these notes. This is coming from a... Uh, this is coming from Superstar and Future. Uh, we might as well get into the next one. Uh, future Olympian, possibly. I mean, is is reaching the Olympics in the cars for you? Well, I hope so. That's the dream. You know, when I was growing up, I wanted to go to the Olympics, and uh, um, I don't want to say but I can, can do it and you know get help. Uh, I think if I put in the work, if I stay focused, and if I believe in my potential, then yes. But yeah, there are things I can't control. Um, but yeah, I just want to stay positive. You know, everything can happen. Absolutely. L, there, there's this saying that, you know, um, that there's two things that we can control, our effort and our passion. And I think with, with your pedigree and uh, your mindset of where you're at, the, the sky is a limit. You know what I'm saying? It's not even a limit. It's, 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 it's you know, what do they call it? It's, it's, I don't What do they call it? The sky is the, I don't know. But when I think, when I, when it comes back, it, it'll <laughs> okay. sound good. I'll tie it in. But I think for you, just where you're at and what you've accomplished, you already had the mindset. And I think that's everything to being uh, a superstar like you are. So uh, you got it. I already know. Everybody Thank look you. for L in the future. Uh, future Olympian. Um, how has being a college a student athlete, um, how has that impacted your schedule? Like, you, I know you have a demanding schedule. How have you managed that? Yeah, my schedule is crazy. Sometimes uh, I really don't know how I do it, but I do it. And um, for me, it's just really important to make sure I have a planner, I have everything planned out for the week so that I know what things I have to attack first and, you know, just go from there. So staying organized for me is key. Otherwise, I just get lost and get frustrated with everything. You know what? And and that's the same for me. Like, I have to uh, put everything on my calendar because if I do not, you know, it's going to man, it's out of there. It's gone, you know? So everything has to be down for me and yeah. planned or, or it will not happen. So, or I'll forget about it. So, um, you know, going through, you know, your process of selecting the, the university, how did you know uh, that uh, Florida State was the best fit for you? Okay, so this is kind of personal because uh, when I started receiving college offers, I was in a relationship, you know, high school relationship, whatever. And I was young. I was crazy in love. But, like, I wasn't really ready to leave him. And uh, so I was like, no, I'm not going anywhere. But basically, um, 
my last year of high school, after my last year of high school, I took a gap year because I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And because in Italy, it's just really hard to combine doing a sport at a high level and uh, going to school. So I was at a point where I was really close to choose to let go of track and just, you know, focus on my future. But uh, during that gap year, um, what happened was that I traveled a lot. I just I just gave myself one more year to, you know, give it my all. And uh, I traveled a lot. You know, I met a lot of new people, amazing people. And I was like, no, I'm really not ready to let track go. So when I realized that I really wanted to give it another shot, um, I went back, you know, to mm, my offers and I started looking. And uh, there was this one offer that I never even um, read at first. And it was from FSU. It was like wow. a year from a year before that. And wow. uh, yeah. And then I was like, <laughs> is the scholarship still available? And the coach, and the coach replied right back. And I was so, so happy. So, you know, when we started talking, I was like, yeah, I'm coming to FSU 100%. And I just started, you know, all the process, the SAT and all those testings. But yeah, I knew FSU was my school, especially because um, I knew about the coach. It was great. He is great. He's like the best. That, that's why I heard good things. I'm not about kidding. And um, so, so yeah, I was like, I chose FSU, yes, but I really chose the coach. I knew that he was who I needed nice. to level up. Nice. So for all you student athletes out that are out there that are in the in the process of selecting your school, I think you guys, um, like Elle said, like basically she connected with the, the coach. And if the coach has your best interest and, you know, um, they had fostered that relationship with you guys, a genuine relationship that has your best interest, I think, you know, that's the best move. Plus, you know, I'm pretty sure they're ac- academically, they had your major, um, what you wanted. And, um, you know, is, that was a part of the, the process, too, of you selecting FSU as well. Correct. OK, so that's awesome. Okay. So don't don't be making <laughs> yeah. decisions off your girlfriend or your boyfriend now. You feel me? Don't be doing <laughs> right, that. Right. <laughs> that have you messed up somewhere. <laughs> right. Right. Well, Come on well, now. Well. We're talking about the future. All right. So what type of hardships have you had to endure to reach the heights that you've accomplished uh, so far? I think the hardest was being injured because especially for me, uh, since I'm a mental person, when I get injured, I feel like I need to stop and uh, uh, my confidence just goes down because I feel like when I get back, I'm not going to be able to be at the same point. So everything slows down. And um, yeah, the mental part of injuries is what um, hindered me the most because I'm a mental person. So I need to believe that I can do it. Otherwise, it won't happen. Like I can have a lot of people telling me that I'm ready, that I can do it. But if I don't believe it, then it doesn't matter. So. Injuries are not just physical, they're mental. And you need to give yourself some time to, you know, to, to get back 100% on both sides. It's not just 
being fit again. It's not just being healthy. It's about being Facts. healthy. In Mindset life. talks. You know, like on social media, L, uh, I don't know if you had a chance to check out my Mindset Talks, but I give, you know, some tangible, you know, nuggets that, you know, student athletes uh, can take away because I understand and you understand as well that, you know, your performance is all mental. So if you can envision yourself accomplishing, uh, you know, your highest jump, you can do it, you know, and I believe self-affirmation on a daily basis in the mirror, right, is very powerful and a lot of yeah, a lot of student athletes so- don't get that. They they haven't made that connection yet. So I, I really, you know, is there a routine that you practice on a daily basis or or what? Uh yeah, I actually tell myself some, you know, self positive affirmation every day in the morning and uh before going to bed. And uh, I just feel like the more you say those things to yourself, the better you feel about yourself. And uh, personally, when I after I read them, I just walk out of the out of the door, and I just feel good about myself. I'm like nothing. nobody can tell me nothing, nothing today. Kill my vibes. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Okay. Yeah. L, I appreciate you so much, um, like for for rocking with me on the OTH podcast, um, and I, I feel like. We're eventually going to do some more episodes, but I just wanted you to shed some light on what it, the process of becoming, you know, a student athlete um, that has a demanding schedule that uh, performs at a, at a very high level. Um, I just wanted you to give the listeners um, something to take away. And, uh, and I really appreciate you for, for coming on the show. Uh, you've been so dope. Um, but my last question is what, are you vibing to to get you turned up for a track meet or a workout? Um. Okay, so I have a playlist, and uh, it's a mix of you know pump up music and calm music. Just because I feel like yes, I need to get hyped up, but I also need to stay in control so that I'm able to execute at my best so yeah i have this playlist and then i just practice some breathing exercises just to calm down especially because um i get nervous and agitated so i just need to feel like i'm in control and um, those breathing exercises make you makes me connect make me connect to my body so i can be in control again and then I just relax and think that I need to have fun because if you don't have fun, that, then it's not worth it. Facts. I, no I, matter I, what I, you a big component of, of making it fun too. So, and if it's not enjoyable, then what's, what's the use, right? Like, um, I totally get that. Um, L, yeah. lastly, mm-hmm. where can everyone find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram. It's just my name, E-L-E-O-N-O-R-A-O-M-O-R-E-G-I-E. Sorry, it's really long. But you can find me there and, you know, you can DM me. I reply all the time. And if you have questions, you can, you know, shoot everything. She is. She's the plug, and really, people. You know, so I'm really uh, I advise you guys, if you guys have any questions about uh, performing at a high level or her experience as a, a track uh, athlete, 
Um, definitely hit up L. Um, and I want to thank you so much again for rocking with the OTH podcast for number five. Absolutely. You're so dope. Thank you so much. Uh, and thank you guys me. for listening uh, on Anchor and all the other major platforms, Spotify, uh, iTunes. You guys are the best. Make sure you guys subscribe and comment below. Let us know what you liked about the show or what you want to hear more of. So, um, again, if you guys have any recovery needs, check out Corey Cryo. Uh, you know, really take care of your body. You know, a lot of student athletes don't really haven't made that connection about the recovery process, but that's a part of the grind. So make sure you, um, like I said, like this episode, subscribe. And stay updated to the latest and greatest information on how to level up your performance. Be sure to follow me at Coach JB underscore and YouTube OTH athletes. And here, the OTH podcast. I right, peace.